This is Sam Glynn, and you're listening to Cyber 321. Plain English Cyber in three articles, two numbers, and one action. It is the 29th of April 2022, and in the first of three articles this week, Cyber Ireland recently published an interesting insight into cyber insurance trends in Ireland. Written by an insurance broker, it points to the increasing costs of cover, primarily driven by the scourge of ransomware. According to the author Brian O'Mara of O'Leary Insurances, while most commercial insurances take time for claims to catch up with premiums, cyber insurance is unique in that insured incidents tend to be resolved relatively quickly. This means that pricing of premiums can quickly be tailored to factor in the claims environment, so ransomware trends have quickly translated to increased premiums. Insurers have responded by asking for more detail and also by limiting the ransomware cover. O'Mara also notes that the sheer frequency and severity of losses have made some sectors extremely hard to insure. Alongside manufacturers, solicitors are also a prime target. A leading insurer has advised that the profession accounts for 15% of their total premium, but over 60% of the total ransomware claim payments. O'Mara goes on to suggest ways to maximise the chances of getting cover and to minimise the cost of cover, including the value of having relevant cybersecurity certifications or aligning to recognised cybersecurity standards. Call me if you want to identify the most appropriate cybersecurity certification or standard for your business, and if you're a solicitor or other professional services firm, I suggest you do this sooner rather than later, before insurers refuse to cover you for cyber risk. The second article this week is from Forbes.com, which discusses how the Securities Exchange Commission, the SEC, in the US is turning its attention to cyber risk. This year is the 20th anniversary of the US legislation known as the Sarbanes-Oxley Act, SOX. It forced the boards of US public companies to have a director in the boardroom who understood a financial statement and accounting issues. The next corporate director competency that the SEC is now transforming is boardroom cyber expertise. With the rapidly changing cyber risk environment that faces every company, Cyber risk presents clear and present equity, financial and litigation threats. Risk is heightened in companies that do not have corporate directors who understand these issues. And these issues are significant enough that the SEC is now proposing to require disclosure of boardroom cyber expertise, as they did 20 years ago with financial expertise. As happened with SOX, regulators around the world will also likely mirror this requirement creating a global acceleration of cyber board transformation. And the third article this week asks whether we'd allow our young child to go to the cinema on their own to see an over-18s movie. A video released by CyberSafe Kids is a short but effective demonstration of how crazy it is for us to allow our kids to roam around the online world without any supervision. While the child in this YouTube video only ends up at an over-18s horror movie, We can all think of far more horrific things that could have happened to a young child that is left to roam the streets on their own. The same goes for the online world. So it's a great reminder that while we may think our kids are safe within the walls of our homes, if they're online, they're still roaming the streets. The first of two numbers this week is $11 million. And reflecting the SEC's growing concern about litigation threats arising from cyber risk, 
an insurance technology provider called Zywave has recently agreed to pay $11 million to settle a class action lawsuit relating to a 2021 data breach that allowed attackers to steal customers' names, social security numbers, driver's license numbers and other personal data. The lawsuit claimed that the breach occurred because Zywave failed to implement reasonable cybersecurity measures. The company also took two months before they told consumers about the breach. To know what reasonable cybersecurity measures look like, I recommend you consider the numerous globally recognised cybersecurity certifications or standards that are out there. And if you don't know where to start, I can help. The second number this week is $4.3 million. And that is the value of cryptocurrency that was stolen from 52 people over the course of 10 days, according to Slowmist. The blockchain security firm have said the victims were fooled by ads that appeared when they searched for specific terms on Google. When they clicked on one of the ads, they were brought to a malicious website that fooled them into revealing the secret password to their cryptocurrency wallets, enabling the bad guys to get at their cryptocurrency. The one action this week is to check in and check on what the vulnerable people in your life are doing online. The CyberSafe Kids video that I mentioned earlier is worth one minute of your time. If you have children, check in on what they're doing online and make sure you're comfortable with their activities and their online acquaintances. And if you have other vulnerable people in your life, for example, older relations, it is no harm to check in on what they're up to. And it may be no harm to talk to them about the risks arising from roaming the streets of the online world. That's it for this week. Until next time, take care.